Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. This is the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And there's some things I can tell you, and there's some things that I can't tell you. Things at the top, Things in the middle, things at the bottom. But I can tell you enough that you're going to realize we are on our own. And if you wonder why I incessantly call for the unelection and the primary of all GOP, except for maybe nine, ten people, you're going to find out why right here. I've got to be careful. But I'm going to give you enough that you say, I see what you're saying, Dave. Let me start you out with a fact after we come back from the break that we all agree on. Hey, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. And after you hear this story, you'll have one more reason to divest your interest in the bank for the most part, except for operating capital. Take your retirements away, back them with gold. And on the uh, shinier, sunnier day, you'll be able to use this as wealth restitution. That's why you put things in precious metals. You're not doing it to, I want to go down to the neighbor liquor store and buy a six-pack. No, that's not why you do it. You do it to preserve what you've earned, and it's the one thing that really is hard to take away from you. The thing is, I would recommend that when you uh, get your gold, that you hide it. Get your retirement out of the bank. You control it. Back it with gold, okay? because they can take your money legally under Dodd-Frank. Also, too, we can protect your bank account. Noble Gold is the best there is at what it does. Let me send you a free information packet. DaveHodgesGold.com. DaveHodgesGold.com. Hey, do two things while you're here. Please share far and wide this work. And then please subscribe because that increases our algorithm, increases our reach. And don't forget to give us a like if you have the opportunity, depending on the forum that you're encountering this on. So um, please do those things. Okay, let's go to uh, something I've known for years and years and years. I'm going to start with a little history here. This is pretty common knowledge right here. As the New York Times said in February 1972, In conjunction with Nixon's opening to Red China, Nixon was merely reiterating the belief he brought to China that both nations share an interest in peace and building a new world order. Well, China is going to take over the mantle of the new world order police chief here pretty soon. 
Okay, so we look at this. Okay. It's something that I wrote, you can see right here, two years ago. And let me start with something really obvious here. Let's apply some common sense, shall we? Is fentanyl crossing the border in great numbers? Leading cause of death in Arizona. Leading cause of death. So what about uh, across the nation? Leading cause of death under the age of 45. Where does it come from? China. Who distributes the cartels? Who controls the cartels? For the most part, it's China. Is that not an act of war? Who is it killing? Mostly young males in their 20s and 30s. Soldiers. Is that not... Is that not an act of war? It is. And so what does Biden do? He just keeps bringing in more illegals. Don't think I need to say any more than that. Now, do I? We are uh, going to take a look at this. Look at this subtitle right here. America's not as broke as you think. I- I've talked about this for years, and other people I know know about this. People in the government know about this. Some of the representatives know about this. I've talked to them about it. But I'm, I'm just going to read to you, emptying clips, and then I'm going to click on the hypertext links so you can see that I'm not full of crap on this issue. For beneath the ground, the federal government owns the rights to mineral and energy leases. You know, on a lot of your properties, have you noticed that when you buy a lot of the properties, say, not entitled to mineral wealth on your property? This is why. Okay, so the federal government receives royalties, rents, and bonus payments, says the Energy Institute an industry group. Okay, here we go. We'll go right to here. We'll open this in a new window. Federal assets above and below ground. Federal real property totals over 900,000 assets with a combined area of over 3 billion square feet, 41 million acres of land. Additionally, the federal government has 6 million acres of land and minerals onshore. The federal government manages a total of approximately 755 million acres onshore subsurface mineral estate, 1.76 billion acres of lands and mineral estate extending out 200 nautical miles from our shores. The federal government's total surpasses the entire land area of the nation of Canada. Here's the distribution of the mineral resources. Oh, do you see why there's so much federal owning of land here in the West? See, compare that to east of the Mississippi. Nothing. Flyover country, farming. Heavy, heavy mineral owned on federal land. This is why the Bureau of Land Management exists. Okay, so we're going to flip back here to this. According to estimates... The government states their assets are worth, now this is 10 years ago, I'm sure it's appreciated, they are worth $128 trillion. Now let me see, we're $32 trillion in debt, and yet 
we've got $128 trillion of assets that we could liquefy, okay? We could monetize it, put it towards the debt, and wipe it out. Want the proof? Here's the proof. Right here. And they document, okay, $128 uh, trillion in minerals. And let's see if we can't see this here. Look at this. That's where we just were. Okay. Same map. It's well known that abundant, reliable, and affordable energy supplies acts as fertilizer for economic growth. I want you to look at this. This is why, and we're not even counting Alaska. Alaska is not even in this map, but Alaskan oil is incredible. When you look at the resources in Alaska, it fits right in here with the rest of the West. So you look at this, and what do we know? Well, we know under Trump we became the biggest energy exporter in the world. Now we're a huge importer if we can get it. So you look at this here, ladies and gentlemen. This is your ticket out, but it's the one thing that Biden won't allow. Now, I don't know why Trump didn't monetize this either. Maybe that's off limits and the deep state says, you know, we'll come at you with extreme prejudice. You know, I'm not sure. Okay, let's go back. There's, whoops, there's more. This $128 trillion sits there idly. A lot of it's on native land, but when the government wants it to hell with Native American rights, they just go on and take it. This is the secret economy. You've heard rumors all these years about the secret economy. I just showed you the backbone for it. It doesn't lie in currency. Gold backs up what wealth exists, but it's not the creation of wealth itself. This is the wealth of the nation. We are a prosperous nation, but you don't get to share in this. But you go, whoa, wait a minute. Government, other people, by the people, for the people. It's not the way it works. Now, people say, why are we holding on to this? Well, I'm going to try to show you. Uh, would you say our government has capitulated to China, particularly at the top levels? Okay, you're about ready to find out why. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go look at something else. And we'll kind of use this as the sine qua non and bring this all together under one house. Let me uh, bring this up here. I'll describe what you're looking at here. What you're looking at here is an article I wrote in 2019, but I first surfaced the subject in 2017, but we didn't have all the data. John Moore, the late Paul Martin, myself, others, we received a transcript of a speech made to the CCP Central Planning Committee uh, sometime in the middle of the 2010s, like 2014, 2015. And it was leaked out in 2017 in limited fashion, and we got the second wave. And Wee Fang was a defense minister, but this is not new philosophy. Wee Fang just had more detail. The two previous defense ministers in China, dating back to 2003, have always had a genocidal policy towards the United States. Okay, let's go through and let's read some things from the uh, from the document. Stay with me on this, because if you were with me six years ago, you may have heard me talk about this. 
You may have heard me as a guest on many talk shows talking about this. But if you've joined recently, this is probably news to you. So let's get down to it here. The reason the United States remains today is that it's never seen war on its mainland. Once its enemies aim at the mainland, the enemies would already have reached Washington before its Congress finishes debating and authorizes the president to declare war. But for us, we don't waste time on these trivial things. Leaked speech from CP to the CCP from the Chinese defense minister, Wei Fang. Okay, I'm going to pull excerpts out of the speech here I wrote about. I did a five-part series on this. Uh, this is just, I think this was part three or two. No, it's part two. Okay. The lack of, right here, the lack of living space for China. 1.3 billion people is the central problem, which is threatening the economics, lifespan of the Chinese, to the Chinese, this is an issue of economic survival. It's not unlike what Japan felt. They wanted to industrialize, improve their standard of living, but they didn't have natural resources. They were cut off by European powers, including the United States. And they just said, well, we're just going to attack our neighbors and take what we need and industrialize. And Britain got involved because some of their territory was um, threatened. And uh, then the United States uh, helped China with the Flying Tigers. And then... We forced the Japanese through hook and crook to feel they had to wipe out the Pacific fleet because we were going to interfere. Okay, history. But it looks the same. Motivation's the same, but China's is much more comprehensive, much more serious. Okay, now here's what part of this speech says. I'm going to give you experts. The first issue here is living space, the biggest focus of the revitalization of the Chinese race. In my last speech, I said that the basic fight over basic living resources, land and ocean, is the source of the majority of wars in history. This may change in the information age, but fundamentally, it won't change. Our per capita resources are much less than of Germany back then. In addition, the development in the last 20-plus years has had a negative impact, and the climates are rapidly changing for the worst. Our resources are in short supply. Keep that in mind. That's critical. The environment is severely polluted, especially that of soil, water, and air. Not only our ability to sustain and develop our race, but even its survival is gravely threatened to a degree much greater than faced Nazi Germany. Solving the issue of America is the key to solving all these other issues. First, it makes it possible for us to have many people migrate there and even establish another China under the same leadership of the CCP. America was originally discovered by the ancestors of the yellow race, but Columbus gave credit to the white race. We, the descendants of the Chinese nation, are entitled to the possession of this land. So they're justifying it legally because they're saying what we call Native Americans are descendants of the Chinese race. I think you can simply make an anthropological argument that's probably true, and that uh, since they were the original settlers and the Europeans were the interlopers, well, then they have a right to take this land back. And if you wonder what leads to groups like La Raza, Chapman University, saying that we need to form an eight-state area, combine it with the four northern states in Mexico, create a new nation, This is the justification they use. 
Okay, now the, uh, they say that uh, the, the, the residents of... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the yellow race have a low social status in the united states we need to liberate them second after solving the issue of america the western countries of europe would bow to us not to mention taiwan japan and other small countries therefore solving the issue of america is the main assigned mission to the ccps The relationship between China and the U.S. is one of a life and death struggle. Hey, that pretty well defines it, doesn't it? Of course, right now, it's not time to openly break with them yet. Our reform and opening to the outside world still relies on their capital and technology. We still need America. Therefore, we must do everything we can do to promote our relationship with America, learn from America in all aspects, And remember how they steal from us intellectual property theft? You're getting a clue as to the reason. And then use America as an example to reconstruct our country. We must not forget that the history of civilization repeatedly has taught us that one mountain does not allow two tigers to live together. We must never forget that what comrade Zhao Jinping emphasized from refrain refrain from revealing the ambitions to put others off track. The hidden message is we must put up with America 
We must conceal our ultimate goals, hide our capabilities, and await the opportunity. That means the opportunity to attack. Okay, now they actually specify how they want to do it. The Chinese are very specific. They do not believe they can kill enough Americans through conventional means to affect a change. So it's clear that they're not going to use nuclear bombs because they want to inherit an intact country. And you've heard me say this, that I'm not really worried about an EMP threat from China. Now, the Middle East, that's a different matter. But with China, they want an intact country. They don't want to rebuild all the infrastructure. So a grid down? Yes, absolutely, and probably will do it. In fact, Trader Obama invited the Russians and Chinese into the grid X drills, grid X one, two, and three. He invited them into two and three and say, what was grid X? Simulated grid takedown. And from watching how we process, the Russians and Chinese got inside information about how to do that to us. And Obama let them do it. Okay, let me quote from the document again. In history, when a country defeated another country or occupied another country, it could not kill all the people in the conquered land because then you couldn't kill people effectively with sabers or long spears or even with rifles or machine guns. Therefore, it was impossible to gain a stretch of land without keeping the people on that land. However, if we conquered America in this fashion, we would not be able to make many people migrate there. Only by using special means to clean up America will we be able to lead the Chinese people there. This is the only choice left for us. This is not a matter of whether we're willing to do it or not. What kind of special means is there available for us to clean up America? Conventional weapons such as fighters, cannons, missiles, and battleships won't do. Neither will highly destructive weapons such as nuclear weapons. We're not foolish enough to want to perish together with America by using nukes, despite the fact that we've been exclaiming the fact that we will use nukes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we said we'll resolve the Taiwan issue at whatever cost. Only by using non-destructive weapons that can kill many people will we be able to reserve America for ourselves. So I made this summary statement before I go to his last statement here. It's clear the Chinese plan to combat genocide through, or combat the U.S. through genocide. We must prepare ourselves for two scenarios. If our biological weapons succeed in the surprise attack on the United States, the Chinese people will be able to keep their losses to a minimum in the fight against the U.S. If, however, the attack fails and triggers nuclear retaliation for the United States, China would perhaps suffer a catastrophe of more than half its population perishing. This is why we need to be ready with air defense systems for our big and medium-sized cities. Whatever the case may be, we can only move forward fearlessly for the sake of our party and state and our nation's future. Regardless of the hardships we have to face and the sacrifices we have to make, the population, even if more than half dies, can be reproduced. But if the party fails... Everything is gone, forever gone. Let me tell you, this review uh, uh, actually refers to an old Sun Tzu, you know, the art of war from 2,300 years ago. Sun Tzu said, if you want your military to be highly motivated, put them on death's ground where there is no escape. You either win or you die. And this is pretty much what he's saying right here for the entire nation. 
This is putting the country on death's ground. Okay, now, let's go down to here, and this will basically give you the summary. Biological genetic weapons will be the weapons of choice. In his words, again, biological weapons are unprecedented in their ruthlessness, but if the Americans do not die under the China, uh, then the Chinese have to die. If the Chinese people are tra- are strapped to the present land, a total societal collapse is beginning to take place. Folks, that's happening right now. We have talked about, and many people have talked about, China is imploding from the inside. They need a war. They need a war, and they need it quickly. And oh, let me go back here. Okay. They put their estimated losses if they don't conquer if they don't conquer America properly, eight hundred million people will die. The relationship between China and the United States is one of a life and death struggle. So they're looking at us like it's either you or us. Chinese should not kill other Chinese. Would we have liberated China? As for the several million Chinese living in the United States, this is, of course, a big issue. Therefore, in recent years, we've been conducting research on genetic weapons, i.e. weapons that do not kill yellow people. But producing a result with this kind of research is difficult. Of the research done on genetic weapons throughout the world, Israel is the most advanced. Their genetic weapons are designed to target Arabs to protect the Israelis. Their genetic weapons... Uh, are in the stage of actual deployment, but they're not there yet. But even they have not reached the actual stage of being able to use it as a weapon. Perhaps we can introduce some of the technologies used to protect Israelis, remold those strategies to protect the yellow people, but their technologies are not mature yet, and it's difficult for us to surpass them in a few years. If it has to be five or ten years before some breakthroughs can be achieved in genetic weapons, we cannot afford to wait any longer. So there's urgency on the part of the Chinese. And here's continuation of the speech. If you get on the website using keywords to search, you will find out that a while ago, Comrade He Jin pointed out to the Hong Kong Business News during an interview the U.S. has a shocking conspiracy. According to what he had in hand from September 27 to October 1st, 1995, Mikhail Gorbachev Foundation, funded by the United States, gathered 500 of the world's most important statesmen, economic leaders, and scientists, including George W. Bush, he was not the president at the time, Baroness Thatcher, Tony Blair, Zygmunt Brzezinski, George Soros, Bill Gates, um, and all the world's most popular characters in the San Francisco Fairmont Hotel for a high-level roundtable conference discussing problems about globalization and how to guide humanity to move forward in the 21st century. Now, before I go on, this was the Bilderbergers before they had it. This was what it was. According to what He Jin had in hand, the outstanding people in the of the world in attendance thought, in the 21st century, a mere 20% of the world's population will be sufficient to maintain the world's economy and prosperity. They don't mention AI here, but AI had to be in their mind when they said this. 
The other 80% or four-fifths of the world's population will be human garbage, unable to produce new values. The people in attendance thought that this excess 80% of the population would be a trash population, and high-tech means should be used to eliminate them gradually. Does anything come to mind for you when you see this? How about when Ted Turner and other globalists have been saying for over a generation, we need, for the sake of the planet, to reduce the population by 90%. High-tech means should be used to eliminate them gradually since the enemies are secretly planning to eliminate our population. We certainly cannot be infinitely merciful and compassionate to them. Comrade Hezian's article came out at the right time. It proved the correctness of our tit-for-tat battle approach. Has proven Comrade Deng Xiaoping great foresight to deploy against U.S. military strategy. This is not the only foreign minister that's come out with a basically, we need to get America. The other two have too. I know that Jeff Nyquist talks about a different aspect of this, but with the same goals. And I think you need to know that Trump can't be president because he's in the way of making the Chinese the world policeman. When Trump got into office, he used a carrot and stick with the corporations that have relocated to the Pacific Rim and to China specifically. He said, come home and we'll give you the tax break. Stay there and we'll tear off the hell out of your products. They capitulated. We had unprecedented economic growth. In fact, women, Hispanics, Blacks, experienced the largest drop in unemployment ever in their history and the greatest income, uh, personal income increase, same time frame. What set this back was COVID and the lockdowns. China was reeling. Trade deficit totally flipped. Was it 800 billion a month? Or 800 a million a month? We owed them. And then what, after Trump was in office for a little over a year, it flipped to the exact number. This is why he can't be president. Now, are you wondering why we're so tight with China, Joe Biden? You notice they're not touching the China stuff in Congress. Let me give you a quote to show you the penetration China's made into our government. Let's talk about foreign, uh, former Governor Doug Ducey. He was addressing the National Government Association and the equivalent of the Chinese Chamber of Commerce was there. And he said something really interesting and I think treasonous. So we're going to take a look at former governor of Arizona, Ducey, in his comments about China. So let me go here to the uh, share screen. A large screen so you can read it properly. We just had a great meeting with the Chinese. Here, let me do it this way. We just had a great meeting with the Chinese Chamber of Commerce right now. And very exciting. Lots of opportunities, including public-private partnerships. Now, this was in 2017, the same year Wee Fang made the speech. I've mentioned semiconductors, electronics, aerospace, defense industry, mining, and ores that we do. 
So I think from the franchise business to the aerospace defense business, we'd like to do more business with China. Okay, now there's another quote, different article, so I'm not going to show it here. Doug Ducey went on in the same meeting and he said, uh, we have a great relationship with China and Arizona. We sell them rare earth minerals they need for their military. 2017, they threatened to nuke us twice. That is Ducey speaking directly to the Chinese state media-run organ, the China Daily, in July of 2017. There's no nice way to spin this. The American governor captured on video offering up the country's sensitive military technology and natural resources to an enemy. They published the astonishing clip onto YouTube entitled, Arizona Governor Discusses Chinese Investments. And this interview was conducted at a China General Chamber of Commerce Welcome Luncheon Forum held during the 2017 National Governors Association meetings in Providence, Rhode Island. Ducey drew the ire of President Trump with with this. So, say this about Ducey, too. He had a ice cream endeavor called Stone Cold Creamery. He's since sold it. But at one time, they had problems with the franchisees. Uh, it was a mess, and, and it didn't look like their future was bright. China picked him up. All of a sudden, he's making money hand over fist, and I would say... The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. From my perspective, no wonder he's selling rare earth minerals to our enemy that could potentially be used against us. And you're saying, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I can go on and go to Governor Kemp in Georgia. It's worse. I could go to Jack Sellers, the center of the controversy in the 2020 election in Maricopa County. He's a Maricopa County uh, Board of Supervisor Chairman, and his Chinese connections are bad. I identified a lot of them. And when he was making noise, like, well, we're going to silence those people saying that about me, the Gateway Pundit came out the next day and made me look like a first-grade journalist. So this is a fact, folks. This is my state, but it's in your state. It's in your state. They control the universities. I I could go on and on and on and on, but here's what you're not seeing in Congress. Biden, charisma. Biden, Ukraine, Biden, uh, peddling influence. But they're not showing you a lot of the China stuff. It came out early on with Comer. He showed collusion with China. But that's not what they're hanging their hat on right now. You don't think the Chinese through corporations aren't dominating political donations. You're not paying attention. Our entire government at the top levels is co-opted by China. 
Do they control every aspect? No. Do they control the big things? Well, um, there was a man named Neablis. I could pull this up on here and show you this, too. I got this from a DEA source, 2010. Neablis was running drugs on behalf of the cartel, and the cartel was paying a cut to China. This was DEA stuff. And one DEA agent for a retired was so pissed off, he told me about a trial that took place in Chicago with uh, uh, Zambada Neablis. It's in the lower cartel. He was busted bringing drugs across the border. His defense in a Chicago federal court was really, really interesting. Okay, let's go take a look at another aspect of this. And this is all really well documented. Okay. The Independent, and also, too, before he died, I used to know this man right here, Robert David Steele. He'd been on my show, oh, I don't know, seven, eight times over the years. We were good friends. He was also good friends with former Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney. Um, well, let's go here to the quote from The Independent. Accused Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, who's now in federal prison in the United States, once paid a $100 million bribe to former Mexican president Enrique Peña Nieto, an ex-Guzman associate, testified on Tuesday. Now, this is official court record, so this is not in dispute. Nieto was the president of Mexico, but we're going to show you that he was a lot more than that. Alex Cifuentes, who once described himself as Guzman's one-time right-hand man, discussed the alleged bribe under cross-examination by Jeffrey Lixman, one of Guzman's lawyers, in Brooklyn Federal Court, asked if he told authorities in 2016 that Guzman arranged the bribe. He said, that's right. Okay, so let's scroll down here, and I'm hoping this old uh, link works. Let's, well, even if it doesn't, let's come down to here. This gentleman here is named... Zambarda Niebla, Sinaloa cartel drug runner, pretty high up in the cartel. And this picture is from 2010. He was arrested by the Border Patrol coming across with a load of cocaine and marijuana. Okay, he goes to trial. By the way, I would never have found this had not a DEA source gave me this case in 2014. This got no publicity. Now you can find it on a couple of different sites. And I went into the court record, and this is what I found. Jesus Vicente Zambada Niebla, the Sinaloa cartel's logistic coordinator, the son of principal Sinaloa leader, um, Chapo Guzman, is a U.S. informant. This is what he said in court. Now watch, look at this right here. He alleged that Operation Fast and Furious was an agreement to finance and arm the cartel in exchange for information to take down rivals. The details of the holy, unholy arrangement between the DEA and the Sinaloa cartel was that the DEA would allow 80% of drug shipments into the United States in exchange for intelligence information about the other cartels. Why would the DEA... Uh, do such a thing. 
Well, there's a lot of different answers on this, and I'll get to that in just a minute. So therefore, the agreement would be to allow the Sinaloa's to continue the drug operation right under the noses of the DEA. And the agent stated this arrangement had been approved by high-ranking officials and federal prosecutors. The Zambada Niebla lawyer wrote, after being extradited to Chicago, that's where the trial was in 2010, Zambada Niebla argued that he was immune from prosecution because he actively and provided information to U.S. federal authorities. He was a confidential informant, Guzman's son. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? The Abla said the DEA said it was okay to run drugs into America, and he alleged that Operation Fast and Furious was to uh, finance the cartel in exchange for information. Okay, all right. Now, why is this important? Because China it was controlling, this is when they began to control a lot of the cartels, 2006, 2008, 2010. And, and I had written articles about this, and I just said, I'm really concerned about this. Now, what's really interesting, what's really interesting, ladies and gentlemen, was this, is that this whole deal was typical of what was going on with the DEA. And the reason this DEA agent was giving me this information that pointed me to these public documents was simply because of the fact that... Hello? Hello? All right, I'll see you later. Okay, sorry, a little glitch there. But anyway, the the bottom line is with all this, we we are in a situation now to where uh, we had government agencies working with the Sinaloa's who were working with the Chinese. And now you ask yourself the question, why doesn't anybody do anything about the fentanyl? You occasionally hear of enough bus to kill everybody in the country, right? Remember San Diego a year ago? But we never seem to do anything about it. Why aren't we interdicting this at the border? Well, the Zambada Niablos trial tells you why. They absolutely tell you why. We are hopelessly in bed with these people. We have the ability to stop this cold in its tracks, and we don't. And we have to ask, why don't we? And if you think, well, Dave, boy, this is a lot to take in. Okay, here's what I'm telling you. Air America. 1980s, Oliver North. What were they doing? Cocaine, guns, three-way trade, Middle East, Nicaragua, CIA, United States. Do you remember that? Oliver North had to give all his testimony. Yes, sir. Um, He was as guilty as sin, and he skated like a bug under the rug. This has been going on for a long, long time. And what I'm pointing out to you is this. China has designs on this country. Have you learned that from what I just showed you? Is that having been made very clear? And don't they say the same thing? Are you surprised by this? No, I'm giving you history. What if I were to tell you I had a picture 
of Nancy Pelosi and Beto O'Rourke walking across the street in Mexico with uh, President Nieto. Oh, I do. I'll show you that in a different venue sometime. Um, it doesn't mean Nancy Pelosi's guilty of anything, but there's sure a lot of chumminess going on. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have the wrong people in government. The Chinese exert influence over our governors. Uh, George Soros, who's worked with them now, his son Alex has kind of taken this over. They are, uh, uh, they've installed prosecutors. They fund uh, Antifa and groups to riot in our cities. Um, I could go on and on and on and on. And I've gone on a long time. Okay, what's the cure for this? This permeates both parties. By the way, the fast and furious operation they're talking about, is this legitimate? Yes. Does Congress know about it? Yes. Yes. Eric Holder, who was Obama's first attorney general, was subpoenaed by Congress. They wanted to know about the death of Agent Brian Terry. Remember that? Oh, now it's fast and furious. Sending guns from America to the cartel, which some of those were used to kill Agent Brian Terry. Remember that? And this is how embedded this is. This is public record. Carrie Lake has talked about this publicly, and it's public record, the trials. This is not a crime, but it speaks to judgment about who we elect. Adrian Fontes, the former Maricopa County Clerk and Recorder in charge of Maricopa's election in 2020, did such a crappy job, the voters booted him out. But somehow... He managed to get elected to the uh, Secretary of State position in the 2022 midterms. Do you know how he was involved in this Niebla um, Fast and Furious operation? He was the attorney of record for the cartel that was busted for the murder of border agent Brian Terry. Now, there's nothing illegal. We cannot send him to jail for this. But who in the hell elects someone like this to the Secretary of State position? This is how deep this goes. And I'm only really scratching the surface. This is insane. The corruption and the breadth and the depth of it all. In fact, let's go back to Eric Holder. What happened to him? Remember, they started getting real sensitive. Did you know they were shipping the guns? And did you know that agent Brian Terry? Did you know? And then pretty soon he stopped answering questions. They found him. The Congress did. They found Eric Holder, the attorney general, in contempt of Congress. But nothing happened to him. Peter Navarro, who is one of Trump's attorneys, would not give information to the J6 committee because he said, I can't tell you. If I wanted to tell you, I couldn't tell you because it's client attorney privilege, which is true. He's going to prison for a year for following the law. This is how hopelessly lost our country is. This is why I did this painstaking thing of showing you documentation after documentation after documentation, and damn it, we've got $128 trillion of underground wealth This is where we started. Why do you think it hasn't been touched? Well, who's supposed to take over the country? For what reason? Economic restoration. Do you think the $128 trillion is worth anything to any country that might want to come here and take us over? Did we just connect the dots with that statement? Would you please send this out far and wide? 
Okay, now what do we do about this? If we get a chance in the upcoming elections, you are to unelect all except for a small group I'll give you. Matt Gates is one. Okay, Josh Alley is another. And not many. But you are to unelect all of Congress and defer to their primary election opponents. And you go, well, Dave, won't that put the Democrats in power? No, if we're smart enough to do that, we'll be smart enough to vote against that. But here's the problem. You know damn good and well in some of the high-profile races, the, the globalists will get both their candidates in the primary, and we'll just see what happens. But I don't think they can do it that completely. And if we have any chance to an election process to at least make somewhat of a difference, we've got to unelect the, inc- the incumbents. Now, if they knew this was coming by millions of people, there'd be a choice. We either cause situations to occur where we don't have an election or we turn around and maybe we have to do some of what the American people wants. I, I want, I mean, call me ideal. I don't know if that would happen, but I know we can't go forward with the people in government we have. And then I'll tell you what Robert, uh, what, no, John Gondalo told me. John was a former counterterrorism um agent for the FBI. He's one of the white hats. He said, everyone in government, GS-15 and above, needs to be fired because they're compromised. I said that to my broadcast partner today, Doug Thornton. I reminded him of that. And Doug was former DHS supervisor. He said, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I agree with that. We have to clean house if we have a chance. Now, there's other things we got to do. There's other things we got to do. Kevin McCarthy has to be gone as the speaker. So I've watched, by the way, Kevin McCarthy's part of this problem. He's right in there with Gavin Newsom and the Chinese. You talked to Paul Preston about this. He's done shows on this, tons of documentation. I'd have to make a 10 hour report to cover all of it. But I think you've seen enough of it. That if we don't act, we get the government we deserve. I'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us. God bless all of you. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, 
Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.